at one point ended up being ninth in the world and first in the United States. Ninth um, in the world and first United States. A little kid from Camus, my local town. I was wow. I was privileged to do a lot of tricks for the first time in my island. A lot of wow. first tricks in <clears throat> different different competition. I was the first one to land a. 900 over the spine, you know, all these tricks. Are you serious? <laughs> and, You're the first one. <clears throat> in inline skating on a specific yeah. ramp, I was one of the first wow. to, to land that trick. So it was it was a great it was a great time to um to learn intentionality and what you want to become the best. Mm. And I will say learn how to be flexible and coachable. Are you looking for a place to continue to grow and develop, especially in your leadership? How about connecting with others who feel the same way? Hi, I'm Paul Ferrandi, aka Incredipal, and I've got great news for you. The Incredipal community is for people who desire to become the most incredible versions of themselves. The community is for individuals who are goal-driven and action-oriented. This community is dedicated to leadership and personal growth especially in going deeper in your career, starting a business, or developing a business. Join me in becoming the most incredible version of yourself. Go to incredipal.org slash community to join the waitlist and sign up. I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul.org slash community. Join the waitlist. I can't wait to see you there. Your professional development is one of the keys to your career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Hi, I'm Paul Ferranbi, and welcome to Incredible Paul Leadership, where we learn how to become the most incredible versions of ourselves by learning from each other. Today, I have the honor of having Ellie Robles on the show. He is the creative director and Espanol director of Church on the Rock. He's also the director of the Awaken Conference in Puerto Rico and the husband of Doris and the father of the Robles crew. Fun fact, he went from full-time professional extreme athlete to full-time minister. So I gave a little bit about you, Ellie, but how about you introduce yourself the way you would do it? Oh, man, Paul, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you, trying to add a little value. And I'm learning from you today, too. So I'm a blessing to be here with you. My name is Ali Robles, like you said. Um, yes, the creative art director of Church on the Rock. What a blessing has been yeah. and what a blessing it is. And also, the yes, the Espanol director. So we run the Espanol Church over there with an amazing team. And yeah, for the last nine years, I've been able to work helping local churches in Puerto Rico, mm. um, helping developing leaders, helping and adding value to leaders, not just that resources. But that has been like the last nine year of my life, a passion. When I yes. started full ministry, I said, I'm going to do full ministry also for my island where mm. I was born and raised. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. I'm crazy in love with my wife. She's <laughs> the the glue that holds everything together. I don't know what I would do without her. I'm awesome. the dreamer. She's the one that keeps everything. And then I have two amazing little crazy dudes that are driving me crazy, but I just love every moment and every season with them. It's been, it's been awesome. So I don't know, from a local, 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 really small 
town in Puerto Rico that we are dreamers. Um, we are, um, I will say, we take risk um, and really far, um, like walking distance five minutes from the beach I grew up. Mm. Um, now that I'm like a few minutes from a few lakes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a cold weather here in a few months. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, but yeah, that's me, man. Uh, pleasure to be here with you and an honor. Yeah, no, it's an honor to have you. You have an incredible story. That's what this, this show is about <laughs> highlighting people like you and what you've done. So kind of talk me through like how you even got to St. Louis, because I feel like if I was in Puerto oh, Rico, man. I don't know if I'd want to leave. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a fun story. Uh, I'm going to give you the short version. Yeah. But starting you can give off, the long version, too. You got time. <laughs> I, did, I didn't knew that Missouri was a state, period. Yeah. I went over the whole states in, in, in school, you know, in the United mm -hmm. States. Puerto Rico is part of the United States, so mm -hmm. I knew all the states. But never fresh in my mind, I knew like Missouri is a state. Mm -hmm. I knew about St. Louis, grew up a sport oh, really? fan. Okay. And at home, we are a Mets fan by family. Okay. But by decision, uh, me and my brothers, so were, we rooted for, for St. Louis since awesome. my wire and all that. Yeah. But I yeah. knew I knew about St. Louis. Uh, yeah. And it was not until like 2013, uh, maybe a little bit earlier, 2012. I heard about Church on the Rock. I okay. was already starting to dive in and learning from um, churches that are life-changing, life-giving. And um, a church like Church on the Rock mm. has a standard, Pastor Blunt. So I start hearing about it um, through a friend that I used to play drums with him mm -hmm. and do kind of like traveling and resources of okay. different churches with him. His okay. name is Jermaine Rodriguez. That was the one responsible to got me here to an internship of two weeks that changed my life in 20 2014 or 2013 all right well, shout internship. out to jermaine yeah shout out to jermaine because he was the one that connect me with my pastor leader pastor blunt yeah um uh, and 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 father a spiritual figure for me and you know mm -hmm. so once i got here i was able to be Two weeks on an internship that I saw a lot of potential on, on, on growth. And mm. what impacted me the most about, I will say, St. Louis experience for me was that I found a culture mm. uh, like like the culture I was raised on. Oh, wow. Like I'll my follow. father. Yeah, my father is really driven to um, get the best out of us, um, okay. reaching our potential. And since I was a little kid, everything that we choose to do, I was blessed that my father teach me about everything and mm. then let me decide what I wanted to do. But wow. not just there. He just, if you choose to something, you're going to be the best at that. Okay. So kind of that, kind of that culture all my life growing up, mm -hmm. when I get up um, and come to this internship, I see that ministry can be taken at that level of mm. reaching your potential as a minister. But not only that, like a service of excellent integrity, simplicity, yes. but at a high level. So it was like, hey, there is something here. Have you enjoyed listening to the Incredible Paul podcast? Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some swag? 
Check out the Incredible Paul store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to incredipaul.org, I N C R E D I Paul.org, and click on the store link. Or go to the link in my socials bio and click on the Incredible Paul shop. Looking forward to seeing your Incredible Paul look. Um, and out of that came the opportunity, like two and a half years later, um, to be a tech director at Church on the Rock. Okay. So me and my wife, we were, um, I think, two years in married. Okay. Um, and we decided to to put it in God's hands and. Mm-hmm. Out of a 30 days retreat, I never forget 90 day retreat, 90 day retreat. Oh, me wow. and my wife were doing, yeah, like with our hometown local church. Yes. Um, um, we start hearing the voice of God to 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 follow his call. So yeah. call of my life, but um it's a it's a family call. So yeah. we sold everything, we left wow. everything behind. Um at that moment, I was on college finishing um, music performance on drums. My wife recently had graduated and was working as a technical laboratory scientist, whatever oh, that wow. worked with the labs and all that. So yeah, don't yeah. all that. Yeah. Don't don't and let me know about us. that. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's when 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 they decided to move um, the last month of 2015. Okay. And that's how I ended up in St. Louis, not knowing nothing about St. Missouri, St. <laughs> yeah. Peter, St. Louis. Yeah. To being here and founding home. And and yeah, that's how we ended up in St. Louis. <laughs> wow. So like eight years in, in St. Louis. Yeah. Walking in the ninth because we moved in 2015. So if I count all that year. Uh, we're walking into our nine year here. Wow. And it's been a blessing, man. I can tell you, wow. Well, we love now is our home. So we uh, love that, it. That's so cool as far as you just walking in your calling and really stepping out in, in faith yeah. to to sell everything, go to yeah. a, a place that you don't know. Reminds me of Abraham yeah. and God called him. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He didn't know it, where he was going. But, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like literally we didn't have nobody wow um we didn't knew nobody but just mm-hmm. stepping up in faith and believing in the call and purpose of god in our life um we knew that if god was call us he had the right people to surround us yes so when we step on in faith scared i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. you know we're like we don't know what's gonna happen yeah uh, you don't know um if you're going to get adjusted, how fast and all that. Yeah. But I can say like, we found home that's um, good. and literally, yeah, it's home oh, for us. No, that's really good. I know you talk about church on the rock. You talk about pastor Blunt. Yeah. Um, yes. He's on uh, a recent or not recently on a previous yeah. podcast on episode. Yes. 40. He yeah. talks more about uh, the church and the legacy and his new wow. book for god is for yes me. yes so excited for what god is doing and yeah pastor blunt is i will say the reason we found home is because pastor blunt has created a legacy of 
growth mm-hmm. of being a lifelong learner yes but help you reach out your potential mm. doesn't matter if you are a full-time minister at the church a once in a month participant yeah. of the church i believe that if you hear pastor blunt at any point of your life you will get encouraged and you will know that you should be a lifelong learner and yes that culture of pastor impact me in a way that we found home here and i yeah. say the main reason is god obviously in his calling but um pastor blunt ministry and and all pastor does for me and for my family so we're blessed pastor is amazing i can't wait this book is going to be amazing yes <laughs> no it is absolutely incredible like all the 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 biblical principles, the leadership principles that the Bible yes. teaches that he yes. bestows. I know you talked about being a lifelong learner. What yes. what does that mean to you, being a lifelong learner? I think you have always have an opportunity to learn something, get one percent better every day. Mm. And I think um, if I take it to the practical, is waking up with a desire that God is going to show you something today. Mm-hmm. But being um, intentional with everything you do from your habits to your character to your decision to what are you allowed to come in yourself what you pour out Mm. um being a lifelong learner to me is like always be open to grow Mm. always be open to learn something always be open to um go to a higher level in what you do Mm. so to me is a it's a lifestyle right yeah um not just a quote not just a saying um mm-hmm. i have i have that in my blood and i think in the culture talking about pastor blunt yeah seeing his legacy specifically mm-hmm. seeing his life yeah proof of how what you can become if you experience to have that desire of being a lifelong learner yeah. every day in your life so to me is 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 always reaching your potential. Go, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Grow on everything. Yeah. So. That that that's really key. I like what you mentioned about becoming one percent better every day. I mm-hmm. know that was mentioned in Atomic Habits. I think it's yes. know, a lot of other books yes. as well. Yeah. yeah Life changing book. Oh yeah. man. One percent better. You we yeah. all can do it. Just one yeah. percent better every day. Yeah. It, Atomic habits. Yeah. Yes. It's so key because I feel like a lot of times with leadership or with life or with a lot of things that we're doing, we have a goal or we have a vision and it seems so far off and we mm-hmm. get caught up in, oh, I'm falling short. But I, I like the 1% better that you mentioned and being a lifelong learner mm-hmm. because instead of focusing on the goal and having like destination disease, as John Maxwell calls it, being yeah. more concerned with the process and what mm-hmm. you're doing because your future is hidden in your daily routine so just yes. what you're doing daily is so key yeah i i just look at it also at this like yes i'm all for goal setting yes mm-hmm. i i learn um in our culture from pastor from our church mm-hmm. the the value of having a vision board mm-hmm. yes but it takes a little bit more to go deep every day on your habits and what you do. Yes. That that so little can make you or don't let you um, become what you want. 
Um, so um, to me, it's like trying to keep focus, trying yeah. to keep focus on those one um, percent every day. And like, if I'm just gonna um, wake up and pray, so I'm gonna wake up and pray a little bit better than yesterday. Yeah. If I'm gonna try to do exercise, mm. I'm just gonna try to do one percent better yes. that day. So I think that's the lifestyle of of, of being a lifelong learner. Um, and that's the magic of believing it and taking it. Enjoy the process, like you said, not yeah. just not just just caught up in the process, the routine, enjoying it, yeah, feeling fulfillment on everything we do. So I love that. Yeah. That was so key to enjoy the process because mm. I think we've we've all seen it with these super successful, ultra su- successful celebrities, famous people that they have all the money in the world, seemingly everything yeah. that they can get, but then they still feel empty. And I think yeah. that's why it's so important. Like I'm a person of faith, so you are you are as well mm. as far as that Jesus fills that void. Yeah. And so like and being caught up in the goals is not going to fill it for you. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that's really key for people to understand that you need to find your purpose that you need to live out, not just trying to chase things. Yeah. And, and I think um, attitude also plays a big role in that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if we enjoy the process, I'm just going to let you know, you're going to have the process you want it or not. Mm-hmm. That's just this natural. Mm-hmm. God made us uh, like this. We are yeah. a growing um, piece, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We always gonna be in a process. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you if your choice, or you gonna yeah. enjoy it and get the most out of it, or you just gonna, um, I don't know, don't have the right attitude, and it's gonna make it longer. You're not gonna um, um, get the most out of it. And mm-hmm. I always have that in mind. Um, like every nature. Uh, by nature, we all gonna be like, man. But if if we change that perspective, I was, uh, I love, I love like enjoying it, getting the most out of that, mm-hmm. getting the most, getting the most out of that. And I know we 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 are readers, right? And, yes. and I know you had it, um, Jason Selk. Like yeah. You just have thirty seconds to enjoy the process. Yeah. <laughs> if you if it passed thirty seconds, yeah. oh, you're gonna. You're gonna miss and you're gonna focus on negative, man. Yeah, so it's that's true. it's just let's go and and it doesn't it's not gets easy for me. It's so easy mm-hmm. to go by, you know, by by the feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but but change that and enjoying everything we do, like um, it changed the whole deal, man. And I um um I, I I'm trying to more intentional than ever enjoy every process. Yeah. Yeah, intentionality yeah. is is so key. That's right. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. only way to do it because the yeah. intentionality and the discipline side, like you were mentioning, you're mm-hmm. not always gonna feel like doing it. And that's mm-hmm. where where discipline yeah. comes in, where you're focusing on your why, like what you're mm-hmm. doing, and like you mentioned with Jason Selk, the relentless solution focus about not yes. spending too long on thinking on the negative because if you do that that's mm-hmm. when your cortisol levels yeah. go up and all the other yeah. scientific jargon i won't go yeah. into or that i don't really understand either yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not good for you in, in the yeah. short of it i love it i love it it's just you have to be intentional man mm-hmm. intentionality is it is what it is i'm a i'm a sport addict paul and and i don't look that athlete right now in my body but 
I'm really intentional on trying to focus on what's going to help me today to yeah. make a better me tomorrow mm. or, or this, let's say in the morning, this afternoon, yeah. what, what, are, what are those little things that I'm going to add up to make me better? So yeah, honestly, if we see everybody, <laughs> everybody that is successful, they're super intentional with everything. And I'm on my progress. I'm yeah. I'm working on it. And yeah, we're all working. Uh, on it but sure. um um, I I just have that always present, man. If you want to become the best version of yourself, you have to be mm-hmm. intentional. Yeah, have to be intentional on anything anything you have in front of you. Intentionality, like you said, is is everything. Yeah, that's the the only way to do it is the intentionality piece and. I think we we both love sports. I know we played softball the other day. Yeah, it was a yes. lot of fun. Yes. I think that's a good segue into like what uh, you started uh, off with with like yeah. the extreme sports. So yes. like when you say extreme sports, so explain to the audience like what kind of extreme sports. Well, anything anything that is not baseball and softball and, and <laughs> basketball. Yeah, where I grew up, Puerto Rico is an island, so mm-hmm. we got a lot of ocean around us so by the age of six i got two older brothers um they're nine and eight years apart from me Mm -hmm. so they're surfers and when they were um um in their youth um i was a kid so by the age of six i was already surfing at Uh, six years old you were surfing at six years old my brothers had me a a we, we, we it was not um surfing in 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 tabla as we call it um that's the one that you're standing on it's the one okay. that's the boogie board that you're okay, writing so. so but um we we started like that and then fall in love with extreme sport like skateboards motocross uh BMX. Motocross. wow but then i ended up in the inline aggressive inline skating Wow. So, so is that like speed I, skating or is that different? No, so that's like all the ramps. Best way oh. to ex- describe it, X Games. Oh, wow. Okay. So half pipe, Tony Hawk. Wow. So inline skating is a big role in that. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel stuck? Then coaching might be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life and want to start to see results, reach out to Incredipal for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to incredipal.org slash coaching, I-N-C-R-E-D-I-P-A-U-L dot org slash coaching or at I am Incredipal on all my socials. Or you can click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the most incredible version of yourself. Yeah. Um. So I ended up um becoming really good at it. Mm. Um. And I become like a full professional athlete wow. at the age of thirteen. Wow. All the way to sixteen. So it was Man. a it was a process. I started yeah. taking it seriously like at age ten. By age twelve, I will say. I had a, a full-time um, personal trainer. Wow. I took it really seriously. So it was not only the inline skating um, on the ramps practice, but it was mm-hmm. like a full, complete athlete uh, um, diet, uh, complete wow. um, workouts, um, routines, so yeah. stretching routine, like a full athlete. So yeah. 
<clears throat> started working on that and that that that's kind of like the extreme sports that I ended up being a professional athlete on mm. aggressive inline skating but okay. to answer your question I don't want to miss it extreme sport is considered all this stuff like okay BMX surfing yeah all okay. that skydiving all that stuff it's wow. part of extreme sports yeah uh, that's on my bucket list, but uh, right, skydiving. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, but I ended up starting to be really good at it. Mm-hmm. From surfing, I trans, um, um, I start then skateboard and then skateboard okay. to inline skating. Wow. Ended up with a full half pipe that my father, um, built for me in the wow. backyard because in Puerto Rico we didn't have like any um skate park at the level so we were all sold in into this and like i told you uh, i was born raised in a culture like if it's this inline aggressive inline skating we're gonna make everything so you become the best oh good so my dad bill um and it was a family effort but i'm thankful Mm -hmm. for my parents that make a full professional ramp in my backyard that's incredible wow like a full half pie 12 feet high 24 feet um you know with with a foam pit to learn tricks and so also then um was privileged to be sponsored by a lot of companies wow was privileged to travel a lot for skating um what were some places then, you traveled? Well, it was a lot of the United States, Central America. Oh, the wow. most was the States at that point. Okay. It was really huge on the X Games, LG Action Sports, all this. Wow. It was a group, ASA is um, Amateur Skate Association. So that was the process to become professional. Okay. So that's how I ended up being a professional. Um, I, at one point, <clears throat> Ended up being ninth in the world and first in the United States. Ninth um, in the world and first United States. A little kid from Camus, my local town. I was wow. I was privileged to do a lot of tricks for the first time in my island. A lot of wow. first tricks in <clears throat> different different competition. I was the first one to land a. 900 over the spine, you know, all these tricks. Are you serious? <laughs> and, You're the first in, a sport? <clears throat> in inline skating on a specific yeah. ramp, I was one of the first wow. to, to land that trick. So it was it was a great it was a great time to um to learn intentionality and what you want to become the best. Mm. And I will say learn how to be flexible and coachable was one of mm. big things. Because you have a personal trainer telling you that you have to do uh, for timing tomorrow, one mile for five minute flat. And you have to like, okay, (laughs) so I have to train for that. But then you have, I I was blessed to have a brother that was always getting the best out of me. So Mm -hmm. there was no joke in the sport. Everybody, a lot of people take this sports like a hobby, have fun. It's a culture, you know, and all that. But in my household, my family, our culture, okay, yeah. so you're going to compete on this, you're going to become the best. So it's serious. All in, all in. So we went uh, every other day to the skate park. We practiced routines. My brother was timing it out, giving me lines to follow, wow. do this trick here, do that. So I was coached by my brother. 
And then my dad was all in, like, if I was learning a trick that I was too risky that I can lose my life. <laughs> <laughs> so they will stand, you know, there and catch me or or do whatever it takes. Okay. Um, and it was a full family effort. Wow. And, and, I'm, and my mom is a faith mom. So she yeah. was... <laughs> Praying all the time at every I'm competition sure or whatever. Fate throughout this whole process. <laughs> That's probably a good way to say it. But she, I think, I have to ask mom, but I believe I never saw her on a on a on a competition like right there looking at me. She mm. will go back and start praying for okay. duck protection. Okay. Um. So at that moment, uh, I I didn't realize it the impact, but. I always been faith um, driven, like you mm. were saying, a Christ follower. So yeah, I had in my helmet Jesus. Um, they could they could um, call me to start the the run, mm. and if I haven't finished prayer, I I would not go and and get down on the ramp, you know. Yeah. So that set me apart from everybody else. Mm. Wow. But um, it it was a good time. It was open. There was no like. You're 13 years old. You're gonna compete with 13 years old or 14. Yeah. It was an open, and when you when you went pro, so I was a little kid from Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, uh, running with all these professionals and and traveling and making movies um, of skating and all that. So wow, wait, you made it movies? Was, well, not not like a Hollywood movies, like yeah, um, but, the sport movies. Yeah, I I, I was in a few feature, you know, skating wow. and all that. So it was really cool. Sponsors, I I I I knew, uh, what it was about. Every every other month, get at your house with full of clothing from X amount of of brands like watches, wow. glasses. It was it was a good time, man. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but <Wow. laughs> but um but I ended up realizing that was not got um purpose for my life and calling, oh. mm. but it was something that got used to give me influence for mm. what I do now. Makes wow. sense. Really? And show me a lot, show me a lot of that. Yeah, I think through all those years I learned a lot that right now, today is what I um not even think about it but i respond um on certain things because i have the practice on all this other side yeah that helped me be a better leader help me be a better um and and competent in what i do and yeah taking things to a different level yeah but i think it it, it was it was a time that got used it at that moment and i and i feel I was able to to preach the gospel through the sport also. Wow! So, so it's it's it, it was it was a good time. I I I will I, I will never remove that part of my life. It was yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. Between I still can't get over you being number one in the U.S. doing this. Yeah, thirteen uh, to sixteen. Yeah, when All... I become when I become professional, that was the result. Wow! So go jumping in from amateur to professional, that was the the result. Ninth wow. in the world for the United States, wow. Pomona, LA, uh, Pomona, California. Yeah. Um, um, that was the LG Action Sports Championship. Wow! That was the result of that year. Uh, if I don't mistaken, that was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Wow! One of those two years. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Fun this stuff. is like 10 years ago. <laughs> Not yeah, long ago. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. No, this is a long time, bro. So much has happened <laughs> since then. Yeah. No, fair <clears> enough. <throat> that that is so cool. I, I know you you kind of talked about your transition from Puerto Rico to St. Louis. You just talked mm-hmm. about how yeah. you were into extreme sports from the age of six i could barely yeah. read at the age of six you're out here <laughs> uh surfing on the boogie board all this stuff it's, yeah. it's remarkable stuff <laughs> but yeah kind of uh, talk me through the transition from the extreme sports into what you felt like god was calling you into so, ministry um uh i think the defining moment was i broke my clavicle oh man um I have a few broken bones and yeah, few concussions so few. through the years. Yeah. But I will say that broken clavicle was on on one of the championships, one of the, the last years I competed at a professional level. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke my clavicle and then um it was a defining moment where I needed to go all into the sport and move from Puerto Rico to the States. Mm. Or I was right there fighting. God's calling in my life that I felt like he was pushing me um, to pursue music. Mm. Um, also falling in love with Doris, <laughs> all that yeah. Um, yeah. play a huge part. She yeah. was the singer in the band. I was the director on. So oh, it kind of okay. like all worked out, Yeah, but it was, it was God planned. Mm-hmm. So um, I still remember all support from my family was like, well, you have to make a decision. So I ended up staying in Puerto Rico, um, going to college, start working, and then got super involved in the ministry in my hometown local church, mm-hmm. all the way from kids ministry to like young adults ministry was wow. what I led the most years of Okay, and was able to be amazing years and took it. And that's when I said that the influence that God gave me through the sports mm-hmm. helped me develop and build up a young adult um, ministry in Puerto Rico that was well known. We had our own worship band. Oh wow! Um, travel a lot of the cities in Puerto Rico, singing wow. and all that. So that started up a fire in me for ministry. Yeah. Um, but I didn't saw me working full time ministry in Puerto Rico. Mm. But fear to God, you know, in a standpoint of like I was boiling to go the route that he shows to me. Mm. So I started, I was born and raised um, in the Methodist church in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. It's, it's separate from the United States. Um, Methodist United, I don't know how that called here. But I told it's separate in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like kind of like um, um, non-denominational type of thing okay. in a way of here. Okay. So um, I ended up um, starting the process to become a pastor, uh, yeah. the Methodist Church in Puerto Rico and all that. All that by saying yes to the God, to the call of God in my life. Mm. So that was like the transition when I said like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. Tell my wife, at that point we were dating. Um, so we were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I feel it's what God's want. Mm. I started um college on civil engineer oh, and wow. at that moment at that moment i start feeling that i was not going to use too much civil engineer in ministry 
um and i was pursuing music so i changed okay. music okay so that was kind of like the defining transition okay wow. and sports become became more like a um i will say keep me uh, active okay. exercise still okay still to this day i try to do stuff but um that was a moment where it didn't become it didn't wasn't a priority i will say yeah it was more it was more um church and all that yeah. and then i start through the music um having opportunities and that's how i explained the opportunity came to come yeah. here so it, it's kind of like um um it was i think god made it easy to help me understand that it was not waste of time, even if I started civil engineer, it wasn't waste of time if I was a professional already in sports. Mm -hmm. It wasn't waste of time. I think God made it plain and simple to me that every part of my life was going to be used at one point for his mm. ministry and calling in my life. Yes. So I just needed to adjust, be flexible and coachable. I will say first yeah. from God. And then enjoying the process yeah. of like, um, like yeah. every step go with all in, don't take it for granted. And I think that, that that's kind of like, I ended up, um, from professional athlete to full-time minister that I have a passion. I love it, man. It's yeah. a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. yeah. Impacting so many people's lives. It's and a blessing. All all because like this this whole theme so far about this intention and falling in love with the yes. process and really yes. following God's purpose for your life. So like yes. for anyone who's listening or watching, if you're only listening, I would say definitely check it out on YouTube. But maybe you're you're not a person of faith, but we all have a God-given purpose or design for our life. And yes. I think it, it's very critical that we we seek it out to find it. Like hopefully you you reach out to God, but definitely do something that is adding value to others wherever you are yes. like what you are doing the extreme sports and you're giving a lot of entertainment and value in that in that realm and then when you were transitioning into the music realm and the band and now you're doing full-time ministry but just really be intentional about finding something that you're passionate about and following it i think is very key yes 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 i think I think that's that's the beauty on on anything you will decide to do. Mm -hmm. If you found flying process, if you if you find enjoyment on it, mm -hmm. if you give your best, if you're intentional, you're gonna end up being really really successful because you are gonna be enjoying it. So yeah, so good. And, yeah. and that's the the true measure of success because I feel like a lot of times with success, there's success means different things to different people. And so a lot of times we'll paint the picture of being a millionaire, fancy house, fancy cars, all this stuff. But we already know from the people who have that stuff that that's not what really matters. So mm -hmm. I think working in your purpose and figuring out what success means to you as far as doing something you absolutely love, connecting with people, adding value yes. to people, that's what you should strive to do. And a lot, mm -hmm. a lot of times I think with so many people's stories you find like they just were they went full force into what they wanted to do what they were called to do and then the money came afterwards yes yes um um i think it's it's right like you said paul like once you find your 
purpose and calling and you enjoy it, mm -hmm. there's no greater success than that. Yeah. Yes, we all want the best house, the best mm -hmm. um, lifestyle, mm -hmm. all that. Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. But you can have all that and feel miserable. Yeah. And don't, don't enjoy anything. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's your process. Finding yeah. fulfillment because you have it all and you still have it. Um, me, Paul will tell you, man, if you don't have God, yeah, you know? yeah. but, um, um, we understand that, um, the culture is pushing us to certain things are going to give you success. Mm -hmm. and, and I believe there is, there is success on everything we do. We just need to find how we're going to reach it. Yes. So, so that, that's so true. Very true. So I definitely I want to segue to because you you've had this hoodie on the uh, awakened. Oh, uh, uh, I know you. It was director. not a purpose, but I had it. So <laughs> no, it, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, you have a hoodie on you. I know you're the director of the awakened conference. Yeah, yes. talk to me about that. Like how that even started, and I know Church on oh, Rock has been man. pretty really involved in it. But yeah, talk to me yes. about what awakened is and how you've been involved <clears throat> in it. So it started up with three friends dreaming about creating um, a conference in their local island, Puerto mm -hmm. Rico, to bring resources, to bring um, workshops, to bring um, knowledge to mm -hmm. to the local church in Puerto Rico. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's fact. Um, we say that the church world is, um, I think it's, five years behind what the actual um, industry is right oh, now in the wow. United States. Mm. That's fact. But in Puerto Rico, it's double that. Oh, so wow. it's 10 years behind wow. what we actually experience here. So with that fact, uh, I think nine years ago, um, the desire, when I, the same year I did the internship here, that's when the desire opened up a desire of me, like what Church on the Rock is, what the Church on mm -hmm. the Rock produce mm -hmm. is something that I would like churches in Puerto Rico to be and to mm. produce. Mm. So Church on the Rock has always been part of Awaken because it was through that. Because you can go to any conference and you can see everything happening, mm -hmm. but you don't know how to do it. Okay. So um, I was able to be intern. Church on the Rock helped me. And teach me how to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you said, it all goes back to Jermaine that helped me be here yeah. <laughs> for the internship, all, all yeah. this stuff. Ending um, Church on the Rock culture, Pastor Blunt, mm. um, what he built is something that I saw like, I want to take this to my island. Mm. So it was going out of that perspective that the desire came three friends starting thinking on it mm -hmm. and for nine years i've been able to be the director of it wow. uh it, it birthed in my spirit in my heart yeah and i think uh god had put the right people around me to help it make it work it's not yeah. something that is mine it's not something that is me but i do understand that god put the way in my heart yeah. to provide that for puerto rico so mm -hmm. awakening conferences um, a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. that has a once uh, annually once a year conference um, right now all have been held in Kamui, my city oh, okay. but it's, it's, it's a 
it has been one day, some years, two days, um, other years, but the purpose is equip the local church by a service of excellence. That's actually mm -hmm. our mission is to equip the local church by a service of excellence wow. and awaken um, gathers together churches from all around Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. um, and what we do is equip, brings resources, training. Mm -hmm. um, this year has been our biggest. We impacted 178 local churches wow. in Puerto Rico. That's amazing. So to me, that's, that's, that's just bring joy and fulfillment to my heart mm -hmm. that I was able to impact a church with resources, with material, with knowledge, with leadership skills, with mm. all this, and and they can take it, apply it, and multiply. It. Mm. And we're not just a conference. You have to do it this way. It's just like, hey, this is a way we can do ministry. Yeah, yeah. And impact souls. So it's that's that's basically what awaken is, and yeah. it's a really big desire that I, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I feel like. God, you for sure want me to do this, but year <laughs> after year, he confirmed it. Yeah. And awesome. it's a nonprofit organization that have never taken a dime of it. Wow. It owes a family related help, leaders help. Like yeah. right now, we have the team is me and friends and kind of family that we put it all together. Yeah. We, and then by the grace of God, people we know help us church on the rock is a huge part bless us wow provide resources and, and many different things that make awaken possible so it's wow. it's a conference man to help leaders and we love it um i think just to put out um the impact i was reading through this because it's just happened a few weeks ago yeah so um it's been more than I would say more than 2,500 leaders has been impacted through Awaken wow. through the nine years. And you might say, well, 2,500. 20, no, to me, it's a big deal. That's a huge uh, deal. It's, 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 it's an island that, that, that has a lot of potential and seeing mm. the impact that we have been able to pour down on leaders. So it's it's really cool. That that is amazing, and the the focus on leadership and like really upskilling the local church in, yes. in Puerto Rico, so amazing that that God put that vision, that purpose in your heart to do that, and is equipping yes. you and bringing the resources and people around you to keep it going. Yes, it's it's a blessing, man. I I always say I don't know if we're gonna do it next year, but um. <laughs> It's, 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 it's from God, man. I cannot, um, um, you know, stop it. It's, if mm -hmm. we're just, we're just helping churches that need it, leaders and pastors that need it. So, um, I love it, man. I, I cannot stand here and tell you, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a process to growth for me mm -hmm. because it put me in a place that I've never been. Yeah. We start just to put it like this. We started with a budget of, I don't know, maybe we thought we were going to spend five grand mm -hmm. on the conference. Yeah. This year budget was 50 grand. And wow. I'm like, and every year, the funny thing is I start with nothing. <laughs> oh man. The, fir the first meeting is, all right, we have this. Who are we going to bring? Awesome. How thick is the budget? Okay. How much <laughs> we have? 
negative because last year we couldn't afford it. Oh, um, so uh, I don't say this, you know, excitement um, um, because we 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 have been able to 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 cover everything, but mm -hmm. it, it's just it's just it's a faith project. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. So Definitely. if God put it in our heart, we just walk through it and he'll make it work. He will yeah. make it. So yeah, it makes a way yeah. where there seems to be no way. That's yes. Yes. That's, that's so cool. All the stuff. If, if, if it was possible, you know, every year we would be like, ah, I don't know, but that driven, <laughs> that drive, like it's always God needs to show up. If you don't <laughs> show up, this is not going to work. So it's, 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 it's a good one also <laughs> part of Awaken. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I know we spent a lot, we haven't even talked about like a lot. I feel like all the stuff we talked about has just been the past and then maybe Sorry, like a few weeks ago. We haven't even talked about like the create you the fact that you're the creative director. There's a lot that goes into <laughs> that. The Espanol director. And yes. the, the fact that Church on Rock is an English-speaking church, I think the only English-speaking church in St. Louis that has a Spanish church as well. Yes, I know you're yes. a huge yes. part of that. Yes, so, um, yes, I'm the creative arts director. That's my main priority here. <laughs> and that's involved a lot. Um, uh, I've been blessed and trusted with Pastor to be the leader of the creative arts department. But that's a lot of teams inside the mm -hmm. church. All the way from the creatives, that is how I call the communication team. Mm -hmm. So all the way through um, the other side of the arts, there's music, there's a broadcast. We've been blessed to be in television with Church on the Rock for over 30 years. So yeah. it's all that is um, the, the work hand by hand with Pastor and Daniel mm. on the services, all that through um video team so i manage a, a a big group yeah and i've been blessed to 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 be able to 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 get the most out of all of us and become um uh, a, a great working together team hmm. outside that um so i'm the this is we're walking into our seventh year of church on the rock espanol Wow. Uh, we're going to be celebrating um, Legacy at Church on the Rock in a few months, yeah. but also the birth and desire that actually was in Pastor Hart for more than 20 years to have wow. a full Spanish church, wow. not just a group. And when I got here, Pastor shared that with me, and I was like, well, I think I got uh called me to also be a pastor so mm. um if 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 you will love pastor i will be honored if you give me the opportunity so through that relationship trust with pastor we yeah. started church on the rock espanol mm. and actually is is some pastor blunt's heart and i was able to be here at the right time at the right moment and god um um blessed me to be part of church on the rock and then trying to create uh, this is really special for me because I'm mm. not trying to create something that is not church on the rock. Mm. I just want it to be the closest to pastor that I can be, that we can be the church yeah. on the rock. Espanol can be yeah. because I feel that's what God calls us mm. um, um, in it's church on the rock Espanol. So we do everything like 
like main service, but in Spanish. With Spanish. So yeah. order of service, the same series yeah. that we're teaching is the same mm. level of excellence. It's the same. Mm. Like we try everything. We have a full-blown service, like mm. with nursery, with kids ministry, with youth ministry, with small groups, with wow. um, God is for your classes, with yeah. full-length service. And I, I believe is we're entering the third year we started also Dios es por ti TV program oh, yes so if you see Church on the Rock in English we have kind of like the same thing in Spanish mm. and we have we, we call it like this we have one pastor it's Pastor Blunt mm. um, I'm the director God put me there pastor honored me um, and trusted me so I'm just trying to build that uh, our culture but yeah. in Spanish yeah. So, yes, wow. we are, I think, the only church in St. Louis to have a full Espanol church. Um, so it happens mm. Sundays at 2. Mm. We have an amazing team. We have everything from kids director to youth director to to everything, full-blown service, amazing team. Um, so it, it's it's a blessing, man. So uh, I've been privileged to, to do that. Um, here, Church on the Rock. Stop me from talking, Paul. I will oh, keep talking. No, you're bro. not. You're not talking too much. <laughs> I, I said before we started the podcast that so this, this is all about you sharing your story, oh, and that's man. why I I wanted you on because there there's so many things that you're doing that God has been using you to do that is Thank so you. incredible. Then your Bless leadership, you. because <laughs> like. Like obviously, pastors, the senior pastor, he he does all these things, but yes. you touch so many people through the creative arts. Like you blessing. mentioned, that it's really everything we see visually is yeah, like under what you under what you do, what you lead. All the, the people that work for the church, all the volunteers, the dream team, and yes. so you really embody what it looks like to be a, a great leader. And I wanted you, Thank that's you. why I wanted to hear your story and really what you yeah. continue to talk about, just enjoying the process, uh, being a lifelong learner. And it's, yes. it's been amazing to see how you, uh, I just see the, the passion coming out of you, how you talk yes. about what God is continuing to use you for yeah. uh, with the, the Espanol, with Awaken. It, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's a blessing, man. Like, um, I know you interview Pastor Blunt, but um, it's it's to me is a legacy and example of of how to be a godly leader, mm -hmm. and that's missed through this day. So, yeah. pop culture, you are a star if yeah. you do this. Yeah, we can sit down here and maybe count in one hand these leaders that have been faithful in one place. Mm -hmm. um, one family, one church, one city, and Pastor Blanc has done that. So I feel trusted with so much, like the pastor told me, okay, let's do Espanol Church. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, the fact you're going to be the creative arts director. Mm -hmm. And I got here as a tech director. Wow. So um, I feel responsible for that. Yeah. But also I feel like, um, it's got caught in my life that I'm here this time mm -hmm. and do it um, this way. So I just want to be my best to, to, to do our mission, to lead people to yeah. a God who is for them and help them discover his purpose for their life. But life. In, in, in a way that 
what's my role and what's my part in mm -hmm. and, and and do my best on everything that I touch and do. Yeah. So yeah, it seems and 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 I have to be really intentional mm -hmm. by dates, by time, by hour, <laughs> when I'm gonna work with the creative, when I'm gonna work mm -hmm. with the arts, when I wanna work in Espanol, when I wanna work on all the other stuff. Um um but I've been teach um from pastor um priorities and yeah. for it starts right here this mm -hmm. is my quiet this is my quiet space awesome. so it starts every morning here yeah um uh, and it falls um i have my quiet time i pray and it can be here or in a different place but that won't change mm -hmm. um my family is my first ministry <laughs> yeah uh, first thing when pastor blunt told me when i got here god is for you but god is for your family Your family is your first ministry. Mm. Ministry is difficult and can be really fast by the, the the fast pace of ministry. Yeah. So I have to balance that and I have yeah. to be intentional on that. So family, uh, I I can go all all night talking about <laughs> all day talking about family, but yeah. um and then um the priorities, the right priorities to be able to manage um things. So uh, I I'm honored trust and blessed from from my pastor my leader my mentor pastor blunt um mm. so but it, it is it is it's it's it's, it's, it's fun man i love yeah. it i don't know if i keep talking how much i love it but <laughs> <laughs> no it, it shows in everything you say but we are about out of time but i want to make sure if there's anything that you want the audience to know more about you or what you do ah man Um, anything I'm here always to help. <laughs> so <laughs> if I can help, uh, let Paul know. <laughs> let me know. But amazing, bro. I feel privileged to be in the Incredible Paul podcast. Mm -hmm. I admire you also, Paul. Don't want to take this time for granted. Thank you for what you do to pour out to so many people. Bringing the Thank best you. out of the best, man. I was seeing your list today and it's the best <laughs> out of the best. So thank you for putting out, man. Thank you for helping people um, develop in, in, in every area of their process. Yeah. So I'm honored, man. Thank you. It's been an amazing time. No, thank you. It's really all God's grace because like I did not think if you asked me if I was going to be doing this two years ago or even like a year ago, how it looks like now, I would have been like, no, no. but like you said, God has directed me and I, I've fallen in love with it. I, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, at least in this season, this is what I'm supposed yes. to be doing. Um, yes. So continue to do it. But I, I really enjoyed our conversation. It's always yes. great talking with you, the passion you exude just from yes. what you shared about the different transitions you have in your life, um, how God has always been faithful. Really, you focus on the, the purpose, you the whole theme being intentional with what you're doing, impacting people's lives, whether it's through your, your own personal ministry, like you mentioned with your family or through the church or through sports or athletics, like God, it's clear that God has been faithful and you are truly the definition of an incredible leader. And it's been an honor having you, you on man. the show. Thank you, man. It's a privilege. Thank you so much. For sure. Well, I hope for all you listening that you enjoyed Ellie's story, that you got something from it. We've said it so many times. Be intentional, fall in love with the process, and you will be incredible.
Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. And be incredible. Incredible. Incredible.